0: Oh, a timely episode, a refresher, a little pick-me-up, a primer, and a reminder of the two things that are certain in our lives, death and taxes. Thank you, Benjamin Franklin. Taxes, in this case, even though they really are the death of a lot of people. And, and to get on the record, I love the IRS. Oh, you're such great people. <laughs> you think they're buying that? Well, whatever you buy or sell or earn, you're going to pay some taxes, and the federal income tax is the mac daddy of them all. You just ask any accountant. It's a cruel world. A cruel, a cruel. It's going to be a taxing episode on Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs> I just love that joke. Accounting. It's a cruel world. I told that to a, a bunch of accountants a long time ago and they laughed even though you were not right now. But you know, we should take a moment of silence for all of our accounting friends. This time of year or beginning of any year, no sleep for many weeks, it's tax season. Duck season. Tax season. Duck season. Okay, Daffy, doing taxes is a little Daffy for any of us, especially at this time of year. But the fun really started in Mesopotamia about 5,000 years ago. Now, you paid your taxes back then with sheep and goats. And what do you get when you cross a sheep with a goat? Hmm, something that eats tin cans and gives back steel wool anyway. Then you go back to ancient Egypt, a 10% inheritance tax. This was the first one really on the books. You died, 10% went to the Pharaoh. And just about everybody was in denial over that one. And that right there is one of my proudest moments in podcast history. Think about it. But the governments of the ages, well, you know, they taxed everything. Peter the Great taxed beards, the Chinese taxed food, Great Britain taxed the number of windows you had in your house, they even taxed wallpaper. A tax on hats? A London idea. The Powder Tax of 1795. Again, you freaking Brits. This was the white powder that that kept those old wigs looking nice and fresh like you see in the movies. Well, the tax started, and that's when people stopped wearing those wigs. Texas had a tax on belt buckles. Oh, here's a good one. China had this huge tax on smoking. It's bad for you, so we're going to tax you. But then they needed more money. So, your government at work, right? Sorry, IRS, I'm not talking about you guys. So, China said they needed more money, so now you also paid a tax if you did not smoke. Hmm. As the Three Stooges said, if it didn't come out, it must be income tax. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, there was your boomer moment, okay? now But we pay taxes on everything. Everything. Income with the feds and the state and local plus sales taxes. There's an 8-cent tax in New York City on bagels because they're sliced. Because, well, you know, why not? Illinois has an extra 5% tax on candy. Maine charges an extra 1.5 cents per pound for blueberries for R&D on blueberries. Alabama charges a tax on illegal drug sales. Let me say that again. Alabama has a a tax, like a sales tax, on illegal drug sales. I wonder how that is working out. Iowa, well, they have a tax on pumpkins if you are going to carve them. If you're going to make pumpkin pie, eh, no tax on it. Indiana has the same fun rule, and allegedly so does my home state of Pennsylvania, even though I've never really seen it in action. Utah is going to tax you if you work in the nude. New Mexico, well, they're going to cut you a break. Zero income tax. But you got to be over 100 years old. D.C. charges a tax on gym memberships plus on sugary drinks like soda. And so does the city of Philadelphia. Philly also has a drink tax and alcohol tax. Sales tax is 2% higher than the state's 6%. So sales tax in Philly, 8%. But you pay 10% if you're going to go out and get yourself a beer. Because, well, you know, you. You should pay for your pleasure, damn it. They tax cow farts in the UK, Denmark, and New Zealand. In Ireland, $18 a cow. Now, if you're an athlete competing in the UK from another country, you pay a tax on your endorsements while you're competing in the UK. So you're not really from here and you're not really making the money here? You know, we want some of it anyway, okay? Okay. Everything and everybody gets taxed. But we're here to talk about income taxes. Yes, federal income taxes. That fund started back in 1861 by Abraham Lincoln to pay for, let's quote, gone with the wind, to pay for the whoa Yes, that Lincoln, the guy, the, the Lincoln, the vampire slayer. Yes, that's the guy. But then Congress got rid of it 10 years later. What happened to those people? Then the United States... Well, we had a problem. Yes, we did. Uh, And I have to share it with you. You had people who did not want you to drink. No alcohol. Prohibition. Back in the day, you paid about 50 cents a gallon on that hooch. And oh, a footnote, that tax there was about 40% of the income of the entire government. But we had to stop that devil whiskey. Tax is gone, uh, which means money's gone. Well, no one ever said the government doesn't plan ahead they brought back income tax as a replacement. That political party favor was called the 16th Amendment back in 1913. Seems like the Dems asked for it and the Republicans, well, they were like, hmm, let me see. Money, sure, why not? The state said, whoa, wait a minute, more money for us? Well, you know, we did get rid of all of that money from whiskey and beer, so sure, it's a wonderful idea. And now it's time in the podcast for me to make you cry income tax rates back then were 1% on any income over 3 grand and up to about 6% if you made a half a million dollars or more but you know it takes a lot of money to run the government so those rates well, they had to go up a bit we had our fun progressive tax rates go as high as 90% 94% in World War II but but wait a minute Mr. podcast host I have a question didn't prohibition end back in 1933 Well, yes, listener, yes, it did. And that tasty alcohol tax came back. Yes, that did. But what about income tax? Oh, come on. You're kind of used to it by now. So let's just keep you paying that as well. Uh, But, I mean, no offense to the IRS. I love you guys, like I said before. I mean, Honest Abe, he was the guy who brought you into existence. So it's got to be good, right? Well, today, you start working on your taxes about the beginning of February, and you're going to spend, on average, about 11 hours getting all that paper together and figuring out what the hell you owe and how you can get as much of it back as you can. The core tax code is about 6,800 pages. But smart people, with their regulations and all the stuff they like to add on, that goes up to about 75,000 pages of tax code to figure out what the hell you're paying and why you're paying it. Why can't we make it just a simple percentage? A flat tax? Well, well, that should be easy, right? Eliminate the deductions and the drama. You know, you, you make X, you pay Y. Well, what could go wrong? Well, here's another thought. It could be the $14.5 billion accountants are going to make this year on figuring out people's income taxes. I mean, look at it this way. So many people are just so busy. They need a professional who can focus on getting the taxes done right. Yeah, well, things can go wrong. You hear the story, it was last year, I think, about the huge bill a famous chiropractor had to pay? Seems he had a lot of back taxes. Back taxes? Chiropractor? Yeah, Okay, let's move on. It's not just the accountants. You also need to add in lawyers and the government types. And yes, those wonderful people at the IRS. Lots of people make a lot of money with income tax prep. And that's off of only about 27% of all taxpayers. A lot of people do their own taxes. Only about 10% of them, however, do it by hand. Almost all income tax prep is done on software. Think things like TurboTax. But there is the number one reason why people do not do their own taxes manually. You ready for this? They were never taught how, and they're terrified. Terrified. Making a mistake? Oh, probably. But more afraid of the IRS. I told you, I love those guys. You know, Maybe we just need, I don't know, like a high school class teaching some basic tax math. Maybe some basic math. Nah. But we do have some good things today. We, the IRS has wonderful tools. They have some online help. They have some easy forms that you can fill out online to do your taxes. See, I told you they're good guys. Now, but last year, the feds raked in about $4.9 trillion bucks in income tax. $4.9 trillion. But as parents experience with teenage kids, okay, a spouse, okay, a spoiled dog, it's just never, ever, never enough money. At least children are deductible, but they are taxing. Maybe send in just a wee bit more. There's an idea. For example, that $3 on the form. You can give $3 to the presidential campaign fund. It's not raising your taxes, trust me, but you can give 3 bucks to advertise a presidential election. Wow. Well, it used to be a buck when it started back in 1966, and many presidential candidates do not take that fund, which is good since less than 5% of the people today check that little box, yes. You go back about 20 years, about a third of the country said, yeah, take a buck, go for it, but today, not so much. I mean, we we used to get nervous about it. The feds are going to get pissed I'm not giving them some extra election dollars. Is the IRS watching me? Nah, not those guys. I love those guys. But as I said before, you know, we do make mistakes, you know we, and we do. We screw up our social security number, we misspell our name, we do some bad math. Maybe you forgot to sign the freaking form. All of these are the most common mistakes as reported by the IRS. And we know you guys don't make any mistakes, right? No, not one. Uh, So my question is, why are you even listening? You gotta get to work on them taxes. Focus, focus, focus. You should, because the average tax return is about $3,000. But speaking of average taxes, average taxes paid are about $20,000 per family. Oh, it's not that bad. Remember, you're helping to run the country. You're helping, you're not paying a fine. Sure. Okay. Well, let me break it down for you this way. A fine is what you pay for doing bad. Taxes are what you pay for doing good. Oh, you like that one, did you? A fine is what you pay for doing bad. Taxes are what you pay for doing good. You know, even golf is a lot like taxes. You drive hard to get to the green and then you wind up in the hole. Trust me, it does not get any better. Oh, but in different news, I did hear the IRS has a brand new marketing campaign for this year's tax season. Something, you know, the ad guys down the hall, you know, they dreamt up. You ready for the IRS advertising slogan? <clears throat> We've got what it takes to take what you've got. <sighs> well, it is kind of catchy, I think. I can see it written on the whiteboard in that, in that advertising conference room right now. Oh, you think it's a solid idea? Well, you must be just like Sherlock Holmes when he does his taxes. Oh, I say, Governor, such a delightful deduction. Ugh, how Basil Rathbone of you. Uh, so you're finding this entire conversation uh, a little taxing? Yeah, yeah well, You know, me too. But thank you for hanging in for a couple of minutes on this prepaid podcast. A tax-free talk, if you will, on this place that we call Street Curb Curiosity.